Howdy, cowpokes. Welcome to Happily Ever Pasture, a podcast about Fox's new reality dating show, Farmer Wants a Wife. I'm Starlisha. And I'm Abby. And we're friends and reality TV fans who will recap and review new episodes each week. Saddle up and join us. Ready, go. <laughs> I forgot. I already forgot that you're like, I have, a, I have a beginning that I'll put in. I was like, I don't have my notes. <laughs> Yay, here we are back again. Hi, welcome back. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome back to <laughs> Happily Ever Pasture, a Farmer Wants, the Farmer Wants a Wife podcast. <laughs> it is Wednesday, my dudes. Yeah, long week. <laughs> long week really long week but we are so excited to be recording again talking about episode three of farmer wants a wife on fox i'm starlisha i'm abby and today we're going to just talk through the episode talk about our feelings there were a lot of feelings in this episode oh my boy what were they ever like it was feeling it was the feeling fair that's where they went. They didn't go to the it, state fair. <laughs> it really was the feeling fair. 100%. Um, so, yeah. This week, the women all got together to go to the Texas State Fair Rodeo with the men. And it was nice because the women got to see each other and share stories and the men did the same. Conversations and confrontations are had. And someone goes home in the middle of the date before the one-on-ones are even picked. And then at the end of the episode, the men pick their next one-on-one dates. Thank you. Star, you're so yeah. good at summarizing. I try. I listen to <laughs> a lot of... I listen to one very specific um, reality dating TV show podcast, and they do <laughs> such a great job at the like pre-show summary. I'm just trying to do them proud. I think you did. You did a great job. Good. I hope so. Um, Start. Have you ever been to a state fair? So I was thinking about this as we were talking about how we were going to open the episode. And I realized that I don't think I've ever been to a state fair because Pennsylvania doesn't have a state fair. We do county fairs. Oh, Um, right, right, right. So I've been to... A number of county fairs, Franklin County Fair, it's the fair in my hometown, my home county. Um, I've been to the I want to say I know this isn't right. I've been to a fair in New Jersey, but it was also not a state fair. That was also a county fair. But I don't remember what county it was in. I want to say Mantua, but I know it wasn't that far north. Was um, it like the Big E? That was talked mm. about a lot when I was a kid. I But I don't remember where it was. No. I don't remember. Some place that has like strawberries. They're famous for their strawberries. I don't know. If I, I, don't, if I remember it halfway through this episode, which I probably will, <laughs> I'll shout it out. Um. <laughs> That was a lot of fun. And then my family and I took a few trips to Caltown to see the Caltown Rodeo. Um, and Caltown is in New Jersey as well. So, oh, and then of course, I have to 
I have to shout out the Pennsylvania State Farm Show, mm. which is the biggest to do that my friends and I missed it again this year, two years in a row of us being like, we should go to the farm show. And then we didn't. Of course, last year it was like a really heavy COVID year. So we were all being slightly more cautious than we're being now. Um, but yeah, this year we had, we all had it on our calendars and then I forgot to remind everybody. And then like two days before the last day I texted some of my friends, I was like, can we go to the farm show and get milkshakes? And everyone was like, no, we're like, we're all busy this week. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, the farm, the Pennsylvania farm show is really cool. It's here in Harrisburg in our state capital. And there's this huge farm show complex and there's rodeo events. There's a small livestock showing. There's a butter sculpture every year that's sculpted in the shape of like the theme. Um, I don't even know what the theme was, but the highlight is always the milkshakes. Farm show milkshakes, for whatever reason, are the best milkshakes ever. Um, they're just so good. Is it the <laughs> cows? I, I don't know if it's the cows. Well, they are PA dairy preferred milk milkshakes. Um, so they're all from like approved dairy farms in the state. Um, this some this past summer, my friends and I. It was Fourth of July weekend, which happens to be my roommate's birthday weekend as well. And my friends and I went to our local outdoor music weekly concert that happens and we had had a little too much to drink before we even left our friend's apartment and then by the time we got there my friend's boyfriend and I were like dying from thirst and we spotted the milkshakes the milkshake tent was like there and he and I just booked it and we were like we're getting milkshakes we're getting state we're getting farm show milkshakes nobody can hold us back so that's really like the highlight i don't really go for the the rodeo events or anything but i go for the milkshakes and the onion rings are pretty good too Ooh, dang yeah. this might have been a mistake because i'm hungry <laughs> oh no i forgot you said you were, you were hungry sorry yeah i was well, like oh too. sorry if my stomach growls and uh you're definitely making it worse so thank sorry. you <laughs> my bad that does sound delicious yeah i'm not a fair type of person so i don't really have any fair memories it just wasn't uh you know not my go-to fun activity it's just like it's loud and it's smelly and it's dirty and there's so many people and i hate all of those things so yeah if i could get fair food in any other environment i'd be much happier what about like a carnival do you like a carnival no no i don't like a carnival (laughs) Not even I for mean, the funnel cake? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the food is pretty good, but it's just right. not – it's just not very fun for me. I mean, that and I have just, like – I think it's because I watched uh, Sandlot, and that was very impressionable for me. But, like, <laughs> I have a big fear of, like, going anywhere under any rides because I'm afraid of, like, throw up falling on me. Um, oh. So – but that's definitely that's related fair. to Sandlot, and it's never happened to me, but um, I just, I don't want it to. <laughs> I mean, that's smart. <laughs> but yeah, what did you think of the girl's uh, reaction to the rodeo? 
I thought it was cute. I, I like this, this idea. I know this is basically the whole premise of the show, but I really do notice the guys being like loosening up when mm-hmm. they're in a more familiar environment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important. So yeah, I liked it. Um, Nothing too like dramatic happened while they were watching. I did think the super cut of their faces during like the Bronco riding was kind of funny because they were so shocked at what was happening. Yeah. It's um, kind of my face too, to be honest. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, so I thought that was I thought that was adorable. Just kind of having that culture shock of oh. This is what happens at ro- at a rodeo, and the guys are like, the gu- I don't know. There was also something I kind of saw in, I think it was Hunter's eyes. Was at one point he was just focused in so hard on what was happening in front of him that it looked like he was missing out on interacting with the women he was sandwiched between. And I thought that was interesting, but we can also get into that later. Yeah, think- yeah. Because I, I my initial question was answered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I do think it maybe had more to do with who he was sitting next to. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that is that's a good point. Um, did you want to do highs and lows up top? Do you have some, or do you want to do them at the end? Yeah, I could make it up. Okay. <laughs> Abby, what were your highs for this week? Oh come on, you go first. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> Just told you have to make it up. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, so my, I have two highs for this week. Um, my first high for this week was just the sudden amp up of the drama. Oh, um, that was a high for I, you. Yeah, and I know that I said it like in our first episode. I'm glad there's. It doesn't seem like there's going to be too much drama, and there wasn't a lot of drama in this episode, but there was significantly more drama in this episode than there have been in the last two episodes. Um, so that was definitely a high for me because I do enjoy that thrill a little bit. Um, and then another high for me is Nicole's flawless style. Mm. Like that's a girl who knows how to get dressed. And I respect that because I would like to think that I'm that type of person. And I'm, I'm don't think I am all the time. But there was the shot of the women making breakfast and Nicole, I didn't even recognize Nicole. She was wearing her glasses. Her hair was like just normal, sleepy, like not really curly, but a little bit wavy. She wasn't wearing a lot of makeup. And then as soon as they got to Texas, she was in her short little Daisy Dukes with the sleek white tank top tucked in and her denim jacket. And I was like, yes, denim on denim. She had a poppin' red lip or pink lip, nice eyelashes, like flawless makeup, gorgeous curls. Um, and the white, there was, this, Nicole was not the only one to be wearing white heeled cowgirl boots, but hers were the ones that I noticed the most, even though several of the girls were wearing heeled cowboy cowgirl boots. Um, but yeah, I think, I think my, my high is like Nicole's flawless style, but then just the overall style of all yeah. of the women. They each have their unique style. They each also know how to dress for like quote unquote country chic. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so interesting to see the variance within that. I forget who it was. One of the girls was in like 
an off-the-shoulder ruffle top with, um, like, bib overalls on top of it and had a kicky little necktie scarf. Hmm. Um, There's a lot of off-the-shoulder with flowy bell sleeve tops, short skirts, boots, denim jackets, and almost almost every single one of the ladies wore cowboy hats, cowgirl hats, to the rodeo. (laughs) And I, as someone who was not a horse girl i have never had the urge to buy a cowgirl hat that wasn't from like i think the only cowgirl hat i've ever had in my life was from limited Two, which doesn't <laughs> even exist as limited Two anymore it's now justice or whatever and it was like silvery and it was very foldable like those hats aren't really the brims are not meant to be foldable these just had like wire in it and I would like always mold it and I would always wear it when we would go rollerblading every week Aww. at the roller rink in my bell bottoms and my baseball three-quarter length shirt because <laughs> it was the 70s and the 90s so yeah so that was cute. my high for the week my low for the week um is no one really knowing how this works <laughs> <laughs> Which is also, like, I think that's really more of a neutral for me. Um, It's just more of an observation than a low. But everybody seemed really, and we'll talk about this too, the women seemed very intimidated with the idea of trying to get time and attention from the men. Whereas, I mean, I think of the famous SNL sketch where, (laughs) I forget what year of The Bachelor it was, but they they did a sketch where all all the ladies of The Bachelor or of the SNL cast pretended to steal each other away. And the whole thing was like, can I steal you for a sec? Can I steal you for a sec? And I'm like, that's that's how, I hate to refer to it as a game, but like that's how the game is played. And we see it on The Bachelor every year. Every season there's someone who gets left behind because she wasn't aggressive enough and seeking that time out with the guy. Um, So it's kind of interesting to see the women process through the whole like well I don't really want to like steal him versus well I want to be pursued versus I see that girl stealing and time or like getting time whatever so I think that was like a neutral to low for me for the week was nobody really getting in there getting their hands dirty you'll muck out a barn but you won't talk to a dude whose barn you're mucking out come on (laughs) yeah that is a good point but um I don't know, because I I agreed with you when I was watching it, but then I was, like, thinking about it, and I was like, well, maybe, because you see that in, like, the beginning of The Bachelor more, like, when there's tons of women, like, then Mm -hmm. it becomes a huge issue of, like, you know, you're counting, like, how much time everybody has by the minute, you know? True. Um, And there's, like, 30 women, you know, you just really have to, you know, be aggressive. But now that they're, like, but I feel like, in the bachelor when it's down to this many contestants like four or five i feel like you don't see that as much because time is more intentional and i'm wondering if maybe they were expecting it to be that way um or like or maybe just it maybe there was some uh i don't know feeling that this group of i don't know how to say this really well um i Let's see. I'm going to say this and then I'm going to walk it back. So (laughs) like maybe there was some impression that this group of bachelors doesn't really want aggressive women. Like Mm. 
Like, and I don't mean that in like a macho, like I want my women in the kitchen kind of way, but more right. of like a, you know, kind of, this is just a, a more, I don't know. I feel like the overall tagline for the show could be like, a just a more human reality dating yeah. show. And like, and I do kind of feel like, you know, when you're talking about actual, you know, you know, dating in the, in the closer to the real world maybe than um the typical bachelor experience maybe this is like mm -hmm. not really somewhere you'd expect to have to use that kind of True. initiative so yeah but i agree like it's it's not clearly defined and i think that uh really exposed um a lot of people <laughs> in that like mm -hmm. how do they deal with situations where things are very ambiguous and not clearly defined and confusing um so I thought that was pretty interesting and revealing. Um, let's see. I think uh, I totally agree with you about the high with the style. Um, I was going to say my high, like I didn't, it's not that I didn't enjoy this episode, but I didn't, I couldn't really think of a high per se. Um, mm -hmm. The only thing I could think of was just like what I'm most curious about, which is that I really, really like more information um, or like, to see more about the logistics of kissing in cowboy hats. Uh, just because it just looks like so hard to do. <laughs> yes. There's and a like, lot of head tilting. Right? And then like, and one girl's like hat flew off. And, you know, the other ones, there was like two cowboy hatted, you know, people trying to kiss each other. It just looks very complicated. And mm -hmm. uh, I wonder how they're going to do with that. That was mostly my curiosity, but loved the style. Like, I do think. We saw many more glasses in this episode, mm -hmm. uh, which obviously I appreciate. Um, and yeah, so I did love the looks. Love the looks in this app, for sure. Yeah, they were definitely good. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what other types of flannel and bell sleeves and peasant tops we get for the rest of rest of the season. Oh, totally. Yeah, I think my low, uh, oh, just tough. Oh, wait, no, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, I would like to add to my high. I realized that I did have something I really liked, and that was just the fact that they got everyone together, all the farmers and all the um, suitors. Um, I loved that they could talk to each other. I love I loved that the farmers could debrief with each other. Um, mm -hmm. I love that they had that kind of support system. I think that's really very different from The Bachelor. Um, and I loved that, like, <laughs> what? I'm laughing because I'm thinking about Jesse Palmer again, but oh continue. Oh my gosh, I know. We have such, ugh. Yeah, it's so disorienting. We have, like, complete opposite ideas about Jesse Palmer, and it's so disorienting because I've never disagreed with you. <laughs> so much about anything in like the <laughs> decade that we've been friends I know. I know. it's so scary it's I was like I thought I knew her <laughs> I thought I knew myself and then I really watched his eyes in this week's episode <laughs> oh I just I just don't I just can't I can't get behind him I'm sorry I'm sorry but I respect your 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 uh right to feel how you want to feel about jesse palmer's eyes i am how um, i am and i won't apologize for it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i loved that they could the farmers could talk to each other um i feel like that's something that's really apparent in the bachelor world like 
it is kind of like a every person for themselves kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Like the women, like they do form friendships with each other, but ultimately it is about competing with each other. And so there's not a lot of support they can get from each other. And, you know, the bachelor or bachelorette is just kind of like left you know, kind of on their own, you know, and they don't really have someone that's by their side through the whole process. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. And um, what I was most looking forward to about this show. Um, and I was worried because they were all spread out at their different farms that they wouldn't get that. So I'm really glad that they're doing that intentionally. Um, and that they have a support system and can talk to other women who are um, in the same boat, but not competing for the same men. Um, I think that's a really important thing. Um, so that is my high, I think. Um, and my, I don't know, I have I have a few lows and they all just kind of revolve around, um, gosh, I don't know, just the, I don't know how to summarize it. The conflict maybe, the um, competition maybe Mm -hmm. like I just feel like there's a lot of like tension and people um conflicting with other people that they don't need to be conflicting with and I don't know if that's a them thing or if that's maybe a show and production thing Mm -hmm. of like wanting to create uh introduce more conflict for you know the the spectacle so yeah there was just some of that 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 I was like oh I could do without it but we'll get more into it um yeah. So yeah. Uh, oh, and something that I wanted to <laughs> ask how you thought about just as an overall, like overarching, like what we saw with all the farmers, all their farms, at least. Um, what do you think about like, it seems like the women are doing all the cooking together. What do you think about that? <laughs> I think it's a great bonding moment. I I am having shanae shrimp flashbacks a little bit though from clayton's season of the bachelor Mm. when there was shrimp get in and it was all bad um because i'm like because i think that the kitchen is such a place for conflict and community and conversation because if if you have somebody who's a very much who's very much like the my way or the highway type of a cook then you're going to be sitting just drinking your coffee, which is fine. But if you have somebody who's like the delegator, okay, great. You, you whip the eggs, I'll cook the eggs, you cook the bacon, you make sure the potatoes, the hash browns, whatever home fries are done, you make the coffee, then that could really work. So I'm, I'm kind of liking and well, today was the only time we saw it, but like I liked kind of watching that dynamic because it really did seem like they were all, the ones that we did see who ate breakfast together or were cooking together, like they were really working together. And I thought that was, I thought that was nice. I liked that Landon went and ate breakfast with his ladies because it, it looked like we didn't see the other guys doing that. Well, um, they kind of did, but it was unclear if they were joining at the end or um, right. towards the beginning. Right, and it seemed like Landon, well, I know Landon was at the beginning because he said, you know, I'm not going to eat first, so dive in. Like, he was being the gentleman and being like, you eat first, then I'll start eating. And I thought that was very cute. Mm. Um, Which is kind of indicative of his his tendencies, which came up a bit in this episode, isn't it? mm -hmm. A little little revealing. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I just don't know how I feel about it because there was something about like the women cooking and serving and then, you know, the guys just coming in and be like, good morning, ladies. And everyone's right. like, good morning. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it definitely gave I me also... like a full house vibe, like dad and the daughters. <laughs> it just something felt so icky about it. Something did, I mean, feminist lens wise, something did feel a little icky, but I also wondered if the guys ate and then like ate them, made their own breakfast or like ate a piece of toast and peanut butter and had their coffee, then went and did farm chores Yeah, and then came back and the women were awake and they were making breakfast. So I wondered what the, the morning timeline was of all of it. Yeah, it's mostly thing I'm just curious how the cooking works in general. Like, because it, yeah. it's another, it comes back to that whole, like, you know, how does the show work exactly? And, like, I feel like, I hope that for the people involved, there's more clarity on it. Because for us watching, I feel like there's zero clarity. So you know? confused. Like, and who's then responsible Landon, for everything? Right. And when Landon walked into his house, I saw an RV in the back, like a truck rv and i was like is he staying in the rv and the women are staying in the house and i still think that one of them has a completely different outbuilding for the women to just live and be comfortable in i'm very i need like i need a map of yeah. each one of their properties so i, I can just be need like more info like this is where the women are right <laughs> i know I it's a so pro that questions. it's only an hour but also i feel like it's a con that it's only an hour because i have so many right. questions you know like <laughs> they need to be answered. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah. Uh, do you want to take it by take it by dude? Sure. <laughs> um. So, Alan takes his remaining four ladies on a tour of the farm, just in the ATVs, and they just kind of hung out. Nothing too spectacular happened there. Um. Oh yeah, Ryan's... Cassidy Joe got a wasp in her hair, but that was pretty much the only. Cassidy action. Joe got a wasp in her hair. That's right. <laughs> um, and the one girl was like, "I'm not getting it," so she flipped her hair like upside down and then flipped it back up, and she was like, "Alan, can you get it?" And he was like, "I can't." He was like, <laughs> he "Chill was... out." <laughs> right. He's like, "I don't see it because you flipped your hair." He's like, "You covered <laughs> it up or whatever." I thought that was kind of a cute moment. Um, I'm allergic to be things not anaphylactic allergic but like i swell up so the idea of just having a wasp in my hair makes me it, gives, it makes my skin crawl oh yeah big time so more power to you cassie joe <laughs> um ryan's ladies all they like were doing some dishing at breakfast they talked about Haley's kiss and the kiss he had with sarah the other brunette sarah sarah with an h Sarah with an H, correct. Um, and it was funny because it seemed like Sarah with an H was not going to. She was like, oh, yeah, we just, we talked. And the other girls were like, you talked? And she was like, yeah, we just, like, had a, had a nice conversation. And they were like, you just had a conversation. Like, they all knew. But they were kind of forcing her to say it, that she kissed Ryan. Yeah, which really um, seems kind of bizarre because up till now, no one has had to force Sarah to say anything. It seems like she's always had a plenty to say. Yeah. So it was, I yeah, I guess I didn't really get a sense about it. Is, is this playful or is she really just trying to withhold information? I wasn't really right. clear. I um, couldn't tell. 
And then there was like a cut conf- cut to confessional with Ryan where he says, kissing is, quote, the beginning of intimacy, quote. And I was like, <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Sure. I mean, yeah, like, sure. I guess. <laughs> I didn't really have too much to say about that other yeah. than he he is possibly a little bit self-aware, which is good. Kind of, um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Most of my stuff is like starts when it's uh, they go to the fair, um, oh. except that we did find out that uh, the cliffhanger last week was uh, Megan was really stressed about the um, the cameras and didn't want to stay really, but uh, we found out that she did decide to stay one more week. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so that was interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, so she's she hung around at least for this, but I didn't see any interaction with her and Hunter, so um, mm. I'm not sure what exactly she was hanging on for. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. and Hunter Hunter had his ladies doing just morning feeding chores, so like feeding the pigs, feeding the chickens, and there wasn't anything too monumental there either. I felt like the beginning half, I know why your notes are all about the rodeo, because <laughs> nothing happened in the beginning yeah. half, really. Yeah, um, just a lot gain. of talking. Yeah. Landon or- eating breakfast with the girls, which we talked about. Um, and something happened here, back to, back to Nicole, who I think is an incredible uh, observer of everything. Um, she said that she needed... Landon to take initiative and pull her for one-on-one time and that kind of started the rallying cry of the rest of the episode for Landon's ladies yes let's talk about that um yeah there's I was yeah I, I just found the whole thing very interesting and um yeah I think there was just a lot to to uh to notice or observe about it just because it was like yeah people a lot of them really seemed uh is upset the right word annoyed with landon uh, or hurt i don't know confused yeah i don't know either maybe like but like um because i don't think anyone was quote-unquote mad they kind of seemed mad to me Maybe. Like, uh, yeah, like, Nicole, I think, kind of started the conversation and, you know, said that uh, she felt like she was putting a lot out there and, um, you know, putting her whole life on the line or, or like, uh, for him to, to see was being vulnerable and didn't feel like she was mm-hmm. getting anything reciprocated. Um, and then it seems like a lot of the other girls felt the same way, um, which was very interesting because in his confessionals, I think we've noted in the past that Landon has seemed to be very vulnerable and, um, Mm -hmm. or at least very forthcoming about how terrified he is at every minute. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So that was very interesting to me. And and then uh, it was Zoe um, who chose to confront him um, in the group setting um, and said like, Basically, we feel like you don't want to know all of us um, or, you know, you don't really want to spend time with us individually, um, which I thought was very interesting. And then she continued that that kind of line of thinking with him privately. 
So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there was there was just something about it that just seemed kind of, again, we got such a small snippet of it. It's really hard to figure out what exactly was the tone here, but what little we saw seemed kind of disproportionately hostile to, like, what was mm-hmm. going on. Um, not that they were, like, out of line or, you know, violent or disrespectful in any way. It was just kind of like, right. it. I, I felt like I was missing something. I was like, I don't really understand yeah. where this, um, where the strong feelings are coming from, um, or what exactly they were expecting that they didn't get. Um, what do you think? I wonder if, well, I don't know. I'm thinking back to each of them individually with their women on the farms. Like, Alan was like. I'm taking all four of you to go do this. Ryan was like, I'm putting all of you to work to muck out these stalls. Hunter was like, we're going to slop the pigs and feed the chickens. But you're like, he kind of let them do their own thing. We didn't really see him interacting with them much. And Landon just like ate breakfast with them. At least that's what we saw. Right. It, so to me, it gave the appearance of him just, valuing group time maybe over that one-on-one time which can work if you're I mean it can work sometimes but it's not the best way of finding your wife yeah because you're not going to always be in a group of four five women and we don't you're not marrying all five of them (laughs) I don't know maybe he would like to because he clearly does not He's not a fan of decisions. We know that about Landon. Right. So, like, I think maybe that speaks more to his indecision uh, rather than, you know, any kind of lack of interest, which seemed to be what yeah. they were reading out of it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was, yeah. So <laughs> I think maybe if he could, he would marry all of them just so he wouldn't have to send maybe. anybody home. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Permanent but, sleepover. Yeah. yeah, but I just really would love more information about the behind the scenes of that because uh, I I don't really get the sense of really any of the women there, but um, at, especially at least Landon's women being unreasonable. Like, yeah, like not they at don't all. seem like you know histrionic or or you know um, even the fact that they they talked about it together instead of doing what maybe the uh, some other groups did, which is kind of like they broke off they formed little groups and they Mm -hmm. tended to turn in on each other um Mm -hmm. i think it it really speaks to um the kind of women that landon chose that they decided to to bring it up and discuss it um and not blame each other um and uh and address it with landon so i do think that speaks to you know the character of the of the women there yeah so i just feel like we're missing something you know i want to know more yeah yeah um and uh let's see do we want to move on or do we want to talk about who he picked for the one-on-one let's let's move through oh we can we can talk about who he picks at the end yeah uh so what i i noted um i actually (laughs) off the top of my head i don't remember who we picked but uh, oh, uh, Kylie. Kylie. Um, yeah, so I just picked that Landon didn't pick the one who confronted him. Because I was really curious as to how, what he was going to do with this information and if he was going to mm-hmm. be the kind of guy who would 
kind of pick whoever, you know, um, maybe challenged him about not spending enough time together or if he would go with someone who didn't confront him. And he did go that direction. So yeah, I think that's a little clue as to what he's looking for or maybe how what he responds best to um because mm-hmm. he does kind of seem like someone who maybe doesn't love being confronted uh i don't know in, in the in the way he was confronted yes <laughs> you know He's already very overwhelmed with having five women at his house and then they are all, then they all come to this conclusion that they have to talk to him about getting enough time. Like, I feel like he was a little bowled over. Yeah. And it's tough because like. Not like they weren't bowling him over. He was, he was taken aback is the phrase I should say. Right. Yeah. And it's so tough because like, I'm, um, I'm a huge fan of unions i've been a union Mm -hmm. delegate and i'm a huge fan of women right so like Mm -hmm. women unionizing and confronting a man is typically my jam right yeah but like (laughs) this situation just like it did make me feel for landon just because like he just really you know especially with the lack of clarity he doesn't really know what's uh what's being expected of him and i feel like maybe uh there was maybe a different way to handle it um and that maybe he felt more put on the spot than maybe was helpful. Yeah. But also, I wonder if they know that. They might not know that. They might not know that behind the scenes to the producers, he's like having a meltdown every time he's talking to the camera. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it definitely seems like from them, like he maybe isn't as open about his feelings with them as he right. is by himself on camera. That's true. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, he picked Kylie, um, mm-hmm. and so I guess next episode we'll see more of their individual time. It's very unclear where the remaining women are going. <laughs> if they're staying in Dallas, if they're also going back to the farm, you know, so all the questions we had last week about, like, how is this going to work? Like, <laughs> how are they going to get private time when they're all living together, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, no answers so far. Yep. Yeah. We are still just as confused. Um, but yeah, let's move on. Who's, uh, who's next? Oh, I thought it was interesting. Uh, let's talk about Ryan. Yeah. So when the guys were all together at the beginning of the rodeo, Jennifer Nettles like separated the guys and the girls so they could all talk. Alan discovered that oh. the other men kept all five women. Let's talk about Alan. Let's yeah. Talk about yeah. Alan. Yeah. So in conclusion, <laughs> let's talk about Alan. Um, yeah, I loved this because I looked at you and I was like, I told you, you know, like, yeah. that's what I said. Like, I really do think that he is kind of confused about what he can do. Um, but he did like, you know, uh, eventually own it and recover by being like, yeah, you know, I'm not here to mess around. And I just, you know, I knew. And so I went with it. Um, yeah. so yeah, <laughs> I think that was very interesting though. Cause it does seem like, you know, that he doesn't really know um Mm -hmm. that he was allowed to keep everybody but right um yeah so that was very interesting um oh yeah as always like i i have lots um to think and say about alan but (laughs) you go first oh um i don't have that much to say about alan except for the cassidy joe conversation which which i know you're gonna talk about but like (laughs) that was the central focus yeah 
that was wild. And I, I just, I really, I, again, I'm going to assert this. I really like Cassidy Joe. I, last week threw me off with the divorce thing that like she lost a few points. If we're keeping track, I'm not really, but like if we were keeping track, I'd be like, ah, like minus one for Cassidy Joe. But I generally like her. I see a lot of my own like impulsive enthusiasm in yes. question asking in her. Yep. Um, and that's something that I can really appreciate, especially when dating. It's just like you just go for the questions. You just say what's on your mind. Yeah. So big personality episode, and maybe having some insecurity about, you know, being told mm-hmm. that you have a very big personality. Yes, for sure. And then on tonight's episode, she looked this man dead in his eyes and said, (laughs) I'm going to kiss you. And I was like, oh, (laughs) fully expecting them to kiss right in that moment. But also not expecting that at all because it was Alan. (laughs) But I was like, I was kind of hoping he would surprise me a little bit and kiss her. He didn't. But he did surprise me with his little... He, like, kind of flirted with her, which I thought was very adorable. Yeah. Um, So, like, he, it felt like he loosened up a little bit in that moment, which was really nice. Yeah, you did get the sense that it, he, he did say, like, uh, not right now. Or, like, or I want to... He's, like, he, he's like, he cares a will, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, I do want to, but... Um, you know, he he cares a lot about fairness. Um, so he did say that's kind of part of it and didn't because he didn't want to like kiss some of them and not kiss others. And uh, I don't know how he's expecting to kiss them all at once, but I guess that's just, <laughs> just something not, he'll have to figure out. But yeah, it, that and like he uh, was talking, having a conversation with Kelsey and then Kirsten came and um, interrupted um, and so by responding to that, uh, when he was picking his one-on-one, he said like, well, we were having this conversation and it, and it got interrupted. Um, he does refer to all of them as young ladies, which I'm not a fan of, but, <laughs> but he did say like, I wonder what your thoughts were on that. <laughs> oh, yuck. I just don't No, I don't feel like we need that. It's just, uh, I don't know. I, yeah. Uh, but he did kind of respond to that by picking her for the one-on-one date by the the person who was uh, interrupted and upset about mm-hmm. being interrupted. Uh, so yeah, he cares I that was very cool. so much about fairness and equality. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and it was just really interesting to, uh, yeah, just the whole Cassidy Joe and Alan thing. Because he did seem like, uh, I think he got it across that he didn't, uh, he wasn't, refraining from kissing her because there was any lack of feeling or desire. Right. I think he got that across. Um, yes. But I do think Cassidy Joe's insecurity did kind of read that way. Um, oh, yeah. Like she was, like she said something like, um, uh, like this is the first time like a guy hasn't wanted to kiss me, uh, mm-hmm. which I I doubt actually because, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, because something that like, uh, because she seemed to have a strong reaction to it. And as we, uh, as I, you know, uh, we talked about in um, my counseling grad school a lot is uh, one of my professors would always say that like, if it's hysterical, it's historical, which meaning like, Mm. if you have a very strong reaction to something, it's because it is stemming from something, a deep hurt that happened to you. Uh, a long time ago and has really been simmering for a long time so I think there is something more 
that Cassidy Joe is is feeling that is lending itself to that reaction. And it could be maybe, yeah. you know, that that kind of fear of um I I have no idea. I don't know, but I do feel like maybe she has heard or suspected that um maybe romantic partners haven't uh you know, haven't re- uh, reciprocated or um you know, gotten close to her because of uh maybe being considered too much. Um yeah. so I wonder if she has some sort of uh, wound um, related to that so yeah. that was interesting well, she did yeah she did say that she felt vulnerable like she was able to pinpoint that she was like yeah. I'm, I just feel really vulnerable right now and I don't want to get hurt and even and but she also in the same sentence referred to herself as like crazy yeah and, um, and not in the like oh I'm so crazy but she was like crying and she yeah. was like I'm like I'm crazy like wh- why am I feeling this way but then she was like, I'm feeling vulnerable and I'm afraid of getting hurt. And I'm like, see, that's, I think that's why I like her so much. Yeah, is I do like her a lot. Yeah. You like having that, that breakdown, that meltdown and then being like, why am I feeling like yeah. this? Oh, here is why I'm feeling. I'm like, oh my gosh, you, okay, you, you go to therapy, you get it. Yeah. Um, I think she's insightful. And I also really like that she identified that something she needs is physical touch and physical affection. Yes. I thought that was very mature. And uh, it's also why I don't think uh, she and Alan are going to work out. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I don't see them making it all the way because I, I don't think that's how he communicates love. Right. And, um, and again, I, I am just supposed, you know, superimposing all of my own feelings onto Alan. <laughs> um, but that's kind of how I am too. And something that, cause my, my wife is more of a, a physical affection kind of person and I'm very much not. So that's definitely mm-hmm. something that's come up. And I think, uh, you know, it, it has to be kind of explicitly addressed if it, if you want to work, um, you know, work through it or to maintain a connection with somebody despite those kind of differing, yeah. um, you know, it just depends if you have a, enough of uh, overlapping um, ways of communicating affection. Um, yes. Then it can work. And we just don't know yet if they do have that. Yeah. That'll be good to see. See how they grow into that or out of it, into it, and then out of it again. <laughs> um. Yeah, um, we did see, uh, I know my prediction was Rebecca for Alan. And, uh, you know, I stand by that. <laughs> I still think so. Because like, we didn't see much of her at all. But she mm. the only thing she said, I think, was something about noticing that, uh, that Alan and Kelsey seemed to have a connection, they seemed to get along. Um, yeah, and I loved that. Because like, because mm-hmm. the other women kind of like took offense to that. And like, I think maybe even uh someone said that that was insensitive or something it was kirsten yeah who said it she was like you know becca that really hurt my feelings yeah and then somebody else i forget who who else was at the table um was like well becca's just making an observation like she just called it out she's like she's not hurting your feelings like on purpose she's making an observation i think we've all observed that that hunter that um Alan and Kelsey have that connection. Right. And yeah. I thought that was a good, I thought that was good to, for all of that to be said. Yeah, for sure. And I loved how she said it. And I think it, it very much 
uh, jives with how Alan communicates as well. Like, I think mm-hmm. sometimes they, uh, I think they both seem to just communicate pretty directly with no real, um, you know, it doesn't always have like some big like emotional significance or it doesn't really have to mean much. It can just be an observation yeah. and she didn't seem to be bitter. She didn't seem to be jealous, right? which I thought was so mature, you know, and didn't, mm-hmm. uh, didn't seem like she lashed out about it um, at the other women or at Alan. So I'm still team right. Rebecca and, and I hope that, uh, you know, he sees that. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about Hunter and Talia because this oh, was oh boy. for me the pivotal scene in the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Um so during the rodeo, Hunter was seated between Talia and someone else. I don't remember who. Uh Stephanie. Um, Stephanie, that's right. I'm I'm so bad with names. I promise, ladies, if you're listening. I'm gonna I'm gonna know your names by the end of the show. <laughs> I'm just like there are so many right now. Um, he was between hunt uh between Talia and Stephanie, and Talia kept asking him questions, but not in an annoying way. I don't think. Yeah, I think not she's to us. really like <laughs> not annoying to me. <laughs> it was pretty obvious I, that Hunter was annoyed. Hunter was annoyed, which I thought was interesting off the bat because, bro, this is your element. Like, whenever I take people to go see a show, Mm. I don't love it if they're, like, chatting in my ear the whole time. But that's a different environment, right? But, like, if at intermission they're like, oh, how did they fly? How did they fly Alphaba at the end of Act 1 in Wicked? Oh, I'm in put me in coach like I can tell you how the rigging works like I can tell you this moment I can tell you like I can give you the rundown so I thought it was interesting that Hunter was just like well they were watching um steer whatever I don't know pancaking for lack of a better (laughs) term where the person has to wrestle a steer to the ground and the, the guy like missed and Talia said what was he supposed to do and Hunter said flatten the steer and that was it. Yeah. Like, like that's supposed to mean something to, to us. Right. I'm like, <laughs> by the horns, by the hooves, yeah. by the neck. Like, he gave nothing. And I thought that was very indicative of, and I didn't catch it at first. Abby, you actually pointed it out to me. But it was very indicative of how he was interacting with Talia in general. Yeah. Other women asked him or interacted with him similarly, and he did not seem to react as negatively as he did with Talia. So I think it was pretty clear that it was it was her um, that he just does not jive with. Um, And Talia is not stupid. I mean, none of these women are stupid. Yeah. Um, But she (laughs) was very observant and keyed into that moment of I feel like he's not going out of his way to talk to me or get time with me. I just need to clear this up. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was very brave of her. I have totally I have problems talking to people <laughs> when it comes to like relationship confrontation. That is something that I will avoid. I will avoid it for months, years. <laughs> like <laughs> have avoided it for months and years. Oh yeah. <laughs> and she just got right in there. So Talia, good job, babe. Like yeah. loved to see it. Very direct. So brave. Loved it. Very direct. Yeah. And she 
asked him, she said, do you think it's past the point of us strengthening our connection? Yeah. Great question. And I thought that was such a great question. So clear. It wasn't like, oh, how do you feel about me? What are you thinking? She was like, no. Do you think A, B, like A, question mark. And he was like, I do. He was like, I'm like, I just want to be fair to you. Gave her the whole spiel. Um, well, he didn't exactly say that. He, I wrote it down because no, I thought it was such oh, yeah. a weird thing say? to say. He said, I don't think the ranch life is conducive to us growing a relationship. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. He tried to put it in. He tried to put the spin of like, you're not right for this yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. It, on it. And I don't think that was correct. Yeah. <laughs> or nice. Seriously. Or helpful. I'm telling you. Yeah. And I, yeah, he's not, uh, I, I don't, I don't jive with Hunter. <laughs> a lot of ways you haven't since night one yeah and i think that there's just something i don't know there's just something something off that maybe he's uh, maybe he's not up for a lot of the uh you know emotional challenges that will present themselves to him in this Mm. journey uh Mm -hmm. so yeah and then what made it even worse was that he (laughs) had to announce to the whole group why Talia wasn't there. And he said something like uh, uh, he, that she wanted to leave and he couldn't find it in his heart to beg her to stay, which, which is, is not what happened. A lie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lie. Pretty, period. Yeah, pretty clear. Uh, clearly a lie. So yeah, not a fan. I, I don't think, um, yeah, I was very disappointed in how he handled that. Um, yeah. She did not deserve that. No. Like, she didn't hear it. She, pro- like, I hope, I hope they got a screener of all of these episodes beforehand. Because if I were Talia tonight, I'd be crying. Like, she handled the whole goodbye thing very well. Oh, she cried yeah. a little bit. She was very much like, this is his loss. Like, yeah. it's better to know now mm-hmm. and move forward. Da, da, da. But if I was her watching that tonight, I would just cry myself to sleep. Yeah. Or I might like, just get how- really pissed. Right, like, how dare Both. he say that yeah. about me? Yeah. Like, that's just, it's not fair, it's not cute, and it's not true. Yeah. Like, he didn't have to say that. He could have just said there was not a connection yeah. between us, and she went home. Period. It's not hard. Yeah. What really yeah, worries me about Hunter is his seeming resistance to taking responsibility and mm. owning his choices and... uh you know, kind of not not pushing it on something or someone else. And I do think that he's not, uh, he hasn't really shown a propensity to own his own, uh, you know, wants, uh, decisions. And like, yeah, I just, I really don't, um, I, I hope that he is doing a lot of reflecting in watching this back. Yeah. And I, I hope, you know, I do think that he can, get better i think it's a hard thing to do it's a hard thing to do mm-hmm. to own your your choices instead of trying to make it uh someone else's fault or someone else's decision uh and yeah. so i i hope that he's working on that i do too yeah but that was because i think he's like a general generally fine guy but that like knocks him out of the generally fine guy column and into like 
not self-reflective right yeah (laughs) emotionally immature like (laughs) yeah i just i think he really needs to to work on himself and be more self-aware so um i hope that this is giving him the opportunity to do that um and it also sucks because it does seem like he was talking about talia to other people like he talked to the other the guys saying that like uh he was he said something about like i think he might have even said i'm on the fence about talia because they asked, like, yeah. you know, it was talking about who who did you decide to send home or why did you decide to keep them all? And he was like, yeah, I wasn't really sure about Talia. but um, And he said it in a way that made me think he was talking about Megan. I was like, does he mean Megan? Like, the one who right. almost left? Um, so even when that snippet, he made it sound like what he was really saying is, like, I don't know about Talia. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if I really like her enough to keep her around. But it sounded like, um, you know, what went down with Megan, which was that she wasn't sure if she could stay around. So I think just, yeah, even with other people, he just was not owning his his part. Yeah. Own your shit, dude. Exactly. It's okay to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. Um, I guess uh, we can finish off with Ryan. Um, Oh, uh, Hunter picked Stephanie. Uh, mm-hmm. to do his one-on-one, um, and uh, which was the the girl sitting on the other side of him during the rodeo thing, um, that was talking to him, and he did not, you know, snap at her. <laughs> so yeah, that's who he picked. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll we'll see. I don't. We do not know anything about Stephanie, so I'm looking forward to finding yeah. out anything at all. Me too. <laughs> She's pretty. Yeah. I want to know more about her. Very cute. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And uh, Ryan, what was your thought about Ryan? Um, let's see. How to do this? How to ask? Uh, Sarah and Ryan? Yes. Yeah. And just <laughs> how Ryan um, is handling it, particularly the incident where he gave Sarah with an H a rose, um, but on on camera you know with the mics on and then gave her the rose and said i want this to be off camera though i don't want you to i don't want this to be on camera and she was like um honey you're on camera like (laughs) she literally pointed to the camera that was pointed at them and he looked and he went oh yeah like he had no like what did you think about that that? Me. yes that concerns Big time. me and it's not like even like a, oh i'm worried no i'm like genuinely concerned about ryan in this moment because nobody i don't know okay i don't know a single person who has ever been like on camera in front of people to, like Think about think about the place, the most public place you've ever kissed someone. <laughs> you know there are other people watching. Yeah. And that's not reality TV. So for him to just assume that something he did was going to be off camera, equaling to me a secret. Yes. I'm like, bro, what, what are you doing? Yeah. That was most of my concern was about him wanting to have any secrets. Like, why was he so secretive about it? Um, And that really concerned me. I think that was kind of, I don't know if he meant this to be 
uh, to come across this way, but it, it just felt really duplicitous and kind of yeah. uh, sneaky in a way that was, you know, uh, unnecessary and like and futile, you know, <laughs> right? Because yeah. she's going to go back to her picnic table and the other ladies are going to be like, oh, where'd you get the rope? exactly? Well, there's only one dude. <laughs> It's it's from Ryan. Yeah, you're gonna be like, I, I found it. You know, like... right? Like, I found it on the ground at this dusty ass <laughs> state fair in Texas. Like, no, like, yeah, Ryan handed it to and and but I was really glad that she was like, yeah. Well, first she said, "What's a rose?" <laughs> he like, he was like, "What's a rose?" And he was like, "This," and he like handed it to her. But I was really glad that she was like, totally, you're on. Like she yeah. called him out. She was this like, isn't a secret. Like, like, dude, you're on come camera. on. Yeah, and uh, yeah, which I yeah I was reassured by because previously she did kind of um, seem like she wanted to keep their interactions more secret. So I'm glad that right. she was, um, which worried me about her. So I'm glad that it was a little yeah. more, you know, <laughs> at least realistic, at the least, and at the most, um, you know, more honest. Um, because, yeah, mm-hmm. that's just, it just doesn't seem, it's just, it comes back to one of those production things, though, too. Like, it, it, there's just, because it doesn't make any sense for any of them to assume that any of their interactions are private. So the right. fact that a lot of them are acting that way just, you know, really kind of brings up the question of, like, okay, who wants to make it seem like this is sneaky? Because, you know, because right. I don't think the women are that kind of dumb, you know, <laughs> and I don't think that Ryan right. is that dumb. So, like, I don't what think exactly? So either. Yeah. So it just brings up one of those, like, exactly what extent is uh, is production involved in the in the goings on? Right. Because did they hand him a rose and be like, you should give this to Sarah? Right. Or and give it to one of them and don't tell anybody. You give know, it to like one of them and don't tell anyone else. Which would be fine <laughs> if there were thirty other women they could they needed to focus their cameras on. Right. Yeah. With the, just such a small group, especially it's right. just and like a weird crossing over of reality dating shows. You know, like I think we've seen in you know at least Jennifer Nettles earlier kind of intros um that they are very aware that they are in competition with the bachelor like i think Mm -hmm. they're not oblivious to them you know stepping into an anti-bachelor role um so the fact that you know they're gonna bring a rose imagery into this just really does feel like what are you trying to do here you know and it wasn't even the okay the state the state rose of Texas, isn't it like the yellow rose of Texas? It was a red oh. rose. So first of all, they did not have their dramaturgy correct. <laughs> like, it's a yellow rose of Texas. <laughs> yeah, like, where even would there be red roses at a Texas state fair? Like, I don't, I know I've never been to one, but I don't know. Just seemed really strange. It was weird. And seemed hot. Like, everyone seemed hot there, but totally freezing on the farms. So it's also, like, where and when is this happening? (laughs) And it was windy. Somebody lost their hat. Right. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't seem cold. So just a lot of, like, just comes back to, like, what exactly is happening? And will someone just explain to us? (laughs) You know, like. Right. Like, I need the, I need the, like, commentary DVD of this season. Yeah, or I just need someone to be like, explain this to me like I'm five, you know, like. (laughs) Right, somebody please. (laughs) Please, you know. 
where are you sleeping? Who is doing the cooking? You know, like I need these very clearly spelled out. So yeah. How are your lashes perfect every day? (laughs) I mean, they have running water and bathrooms, but um, yeah. So then Ryan also, um, there's something else about Ryan I wanted to talk about. I don't remember what it was. Oh, he discovered that he was the only guy who had kissed people. Yeah, that was interesting. And I do wonder. And that was. Oh, yeah, go ahead. You finish. Oh, I was just to say that was after he made the comment about kissing is intimacy. Yes. And but it was before he gave the rose to Sarah, quote unquote, off camera. So right. uh, I do wonder if maybe finding out that he was the only person that had kissed maybe did feel him make him feel a little ashamed um Mm. or uh i don't know just kind of uh made him feel like he stood out or something and was trying to uh i don't know and i I just wonder if he was maybe reacting out of that out of feeling like oh am i doing something wrong or like you know should i be embarrassed about this or you know do i need to be more romantic and less lustful which i don't even think kissing is like i don't even think that's like a lustful thing for him yeah i just um, wonder like yeah i i just really want to know more about what exactly he was hoping to accomplish by that whole rose thing you know what kind of stunt was that was he trying to like yeah just what was he trying what was he trying yeah. <laughs> you know like what are you doing who is this for and uh because mm-hmm. it certainly did nothing for me yeah and uh, what did you hope to accomplish uh right yeah so got worries about uh who did he pick again i don't remember for his one-on-one. He picked Lily. Lily. Tall Lily. Yes, tall? the one. She's the tall one, right? Yep. Yeah, she's very tall. The one that I think he had the best first impression with. Yes. Yeah. And she is your prediction for him. Yep. Yeah, she is. Like, she was the, uh, you know, and he seems very smitten because he did tell her, your eyes are brown. So, uh <laughs> You're going to bring this up every week just to get on my nerves, aren't you? Oh, I didn't know it annoyed you. No, you you bringing it up <laughs> does not annoy me. What annoys me is the fact that, that, that we all had to hear that conversation I know. with our ears. I know. It just... Thank you. It Your was... eyes are brown. Thank you. <laughs> it was just amazing, and I just think we can never forget about it, because I think it's just one of those great moments in television. You're going <laughs> to... Everyone's going to remember where you were, you know? <laughs> I... I will, truly. Um, Yeah. And Lily, this was funny to me. She stood up and she was like, I'm sorry. Are you talking? Are you asking me? She like made a a big deal about being like, are you asking me on a date? And he and she was like kind of giggling about it. But also it felt very like she didn't want to be picked. She wanted to be asked. Yeah, that which that kind of makes yeah. sense to me. I yeah, I don't know. It, it made me feel kind of weird. It it made me feel like uh, I don't know. I don't really appreciate people talking to me that way. <laughs> you know, of like oh, I don't need of like a. No, if she had said that to me, I'd be like, just kidding. I'm not picking. Like I'm not exactly. Not like there's actually. some magic words <laughs> I'm supposed to say. Like I I I think I already have like a a big like insecurity and like saying things the wrong way and expressing things not clearly. So if Mm -hmm. someone knows what I mean, I just feel like I, I never really feel like that's cute. 
<laughs> you know, for someone to to try to get me to say things exactly right, you know, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. No, it was it was annoying, but I also was amused by it because I think I understand it in that container of the show, but also like come on, Lily, just and this is not me being like, you should be great. But like, that's not what I'm no, saying no, at no, all. No. I was just like, okay. Yeah, it's just I like. Think, I, I feel like yeah. Ryan has been through enough <laughs> today. Like, leave him alone. Yeah, but also I just I just don't understand it. I mean, it could have been like totally good natured ribbing. Like, it could have been that that, w- that felt totally natural and funny and good to the two of them. And I just wouldn't know. Yeah. I just know it made me yeah. feel weird. But, you know, right. I don't know enough about. I think about- that's kind of why I was like. That was funny, but also I don't know how to feel about it. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's where I left off as well. Uh, All right. Well, my stomach is growling like crazy. I hope I don't. (laughs) I'm going to see how much of that I have to cut out. It's so bad. Um, I can't hear it at all. Thank God. Yeah, I felt like it was so loud. Um, But yeah. Did we we talk about Landon? Landon and Kylie? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we talked about oh, yeah, Landon and okay. them uh, um, confronting Landon. Yeah. Um. So next week, we will see them back on the farms for their solo 24 hours. I, I, I guess we're we assuming it's 24 hours. I guess they didn't say. I'm guessing, right? Yeah, I hope so. Um, I guess we'll see them all back together. And maybe we'll get some answers about where the ladies go when there's a group date or when there's a one-on-one date. Yeah. Yeah. If there's, it sounded like they were going home. So uh, yeah. I guess it's, it's a mystery where they're going to stick the remaining women. Like, is there maybe a dungeon that they're, you know, just going to be held in until they're allowed to come out again? You know, we just don't know. Right. We'll find out. I hope so. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, hope you all have a good week and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. And don't forget to follow us. We are on Instagram at happily ever pasture pod. Yes. Please give a follow and uh, yeah, just stay, stay up to date with us in some way because we have things in the works and you should be the first to hear about it when we can tell you. We should. So yeah. It'd give us great. a follow. Bye, everyone.